can do it. Hopefully they will. Somebody gotta have some like black water. You saw, there is some black water. Did you 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 heard about it? it yeah, black. yeah, yeah, yeah. Black water. Yeah. I mean, the water ain't but you know black people make the water. <laughs> The water is just as clear as all I'm like, telling me that water black. I'm like, man, I need this water black. I need to see black. Like, make it so I can see through it. Kind of like a grape. Everything. You can make it grape, and I'll still take it, you know? <laughs> not be giving them black people grape water. Don't do it. <laughs> no, we give them purple water. to the can't tell us nothing show everybody yeah. yeah the sounds oh that was that was beautiful it got muted by yeah. zoom but I, it sounded i think i think it was beautiful uh the sounds you're hearing there are the sounds of can't tell us nothing an improv group out of houston texas the group is comprised of four delightful individuals if i can count myself among that one of them is michi hey <laughs> another one's john hey and then the delightful tandy yeah. <laughs> and myself, Antoine. And what this show is, what is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show? The show, we take, yeah, what is it? We take discussions, we take opinions, we take topics, and we turn those into improv scenes around the spot. We don't know what we're going to say. We don't know what we're going to do. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, tune in. And today, we picked an interesting topic um, in the light of the times, in light of a lot of, uh, of, of the movement going on. Uh, we wanted to discuss black businesses because it's it's something that I think we're all looking to support more, but I know I'm looking to learn more about how best to support it. And I think this group is just a group to ask. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're so at, what, go ahead. What, what, what is some of the questions or obstacles that you think stop you from supporting black businesses? Uh, one is I'm I'm cheap and I'm lazy, so oh. <laughs> uh, so I need a deal and I need it to be convenient, right? You're, you're like a bargain shopper, best bargain value. shopper, a value, value shopper. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in light of the recent times, I think I should reprioritize things uh, and educate myself more on this thing. So. Uh, we can talk about local businesses. We could talk about uh, businesses on the internet. Um, but first, if someone is interested in learning more about how to support a black business, where should they go? What should they do? Google. Yeah. Unfortunately, <clears throat> um, I, there's, there's um, I forgot there's a website that I want to say. Oh, oh. Like, I hear some typing. I like it. There's search. Yeah, I had to look for. I think it's called Black. It was on trigger warning, but there was a website where a guy actually dedicated his website to getting more information about black businesses, connecting people with black businesses all over the country. <clears throat> um, if he verified your business and he's connected with you, he'll put it on there. But uh, take this, it, he wanted it to be similar to like how Airbnb uses their interface. Wherever you go somewhere, 
you here's all of the other black experience that you can you can you can go to here's your gyms your barbers your your food and all that um i thought it was black ask but it, it didn't come up i have to look at it but i think you can just start by saying google uh black businesses you or if it's like a restaurant you can say hey let me check a black restaurant near me on google um you know <clears throat> boom it'll pop up and you'll have a bunch of selections to search from if you don't have any to search from then you should take some money out of your bank account and go invest in a black person who wants to do that business and nope <laughs> you don't support no. this Sandy? <laughs> wait a minute why not yeah. no 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 i'm just saying ultimately yeah but i mean when i think of supporting a black business I think of it being a need-based thing, like, oh, I need a plumber. I want to look for a black plumber. Or, oh, I, I need a this, right? I'm not just saying, oh, it's Saturday. Let me just wake up and just go and support a black business. It's like, what's my need? Mm -hmm. And then I look for a black business that may do that thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and that to me, that's just the internet. We This ain't 1970 where you got to get a phone book and, you know, where the black pages and all, and you got to thumb through it. Y'all got phones? You can find anything else. You mean to tell me you, you <coughs> want to go to a black gym? You can't just type in gym owned by African-American or black gym or something. You know what I mean? And, and, and find that. And somebody's saying something about it. This is way too connected now to, to say, oh, I can't find a black business or what. Hey, come on. Man. You can find that. Internet is vast. It, it, it don't stop. So that's my. And thank you for coming to my talk. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. But yeah, but but usually it's a need based. Well, I mean that's how I see it. It's like a need based thing. It's you know if I need this thing, then I I'm gonna look for uh, a black business that does that thing. Would you would you uh, let's say it's a black plumber? Would you hire a black plumber with little to no reviews or maybe middling reviews over another plumber with <laughs> a bunch of high reviews? I think you have to protect. You have to give her context too. If it's like a small issue where she can, you know, take a risk. Risk it. Yeah. Right. But if we're talking about a very intense problem <laughs> that you're having with your plumbing. Now, go ahead. I want to hear the answer. <laughs> it's, no. Intensity is the thing. Because I, I know Antoine. And I know Antoine would have that ratio. <laughs> he would be like, yeah, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to risk it. So that's where he's coming from. <laughs> no. But you know I what? I, yeah, he, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just thinking that, you know, the services like that, for me, are more word of mouth as opposed to, hmm, let me just look up and see who does this. And let me read the reviews. Now, I'm going to read reviews on, like, something I order from Amazon. But, um kind of services like that yeah but okay Antoine yeah you put me on the spot if on the yes I would <laughs> I like but John is correct like if I was getting my whole house redone all the plumbing and a major plumbing job major plumbing job and you say no reviews or mid midway <laughs> yeah, a couple of middling reviews like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay but what was the what was what was the review like if it was slow Something like that that I could I could you know t 
temper myself on. Okay, but if let's it say was, they were good, two good reviews or like two good a, reviews, two good uh, reviews. But but if the complaint is something that I can I can make myself deal with, like if they say, oh, it took much longer than he said. He said it would take a day. It took five days or something like that. Maybe I might be willing to deal with that because right now I'm thinking COVID time. What am I doing? But if it was something like you know I paid him uh two thousand dollars and my my sink is still dripping and i now i have a leak in the whatever then probably not that he's a bad plumber <laughs> i can't uh, if, it more problems, huh? if it's coming up to cause more problems than no right? <laughs> exactly we cut we cut to a house um as, as night is approaching <clears throat> um uh, ma'am ma'am uh-huh I was, uh, so I'm still working on the tub, right? Still working right. on the tub. Uh, right. Things have gotten a little bit more severe. Um, now, I know it's late. Yeah, it's, coming, it's not. Coming out of this bathroom. It's 9.30. It. You've been here since 7 a.m. It, it's a tricky tub, ma'am. It's a tricky tub, but I'm, I'm working through it. I'm almost there, but it's getting late. I got to ask. Can I stay the night while I work on this? What? Is there a place I can sleep? Because I'm going to be working on this later. I might get tired. I might need a nap. I'll, I'll towel it up, make sure it's dry before I nap, and then get at it early in the morning. This is this is never happened to me before. Now, we've had this tub worked on in the past, and the gentleman was here two hours tops. <laughs> it shouldn't take you more than 12 hours, and now you want to spend the night? Ma'am, as you know, I am I'm a, my business is still getting off the ground. You're one of my early customers. <laughs> I appreciate you taking a risk on me. I don't have all the toolings as uh, big plumbers do, as the yeah. big plumbing names, but I have you a lot of... It. You've <laughs> left at least seven times in between in the job saying that you have to go buy a wrench. And then you have to go... Don't you have a list of all the things you need and you can just get them at one time? Well, like I said, this tub is tricky. It's tricky. So I got I to gotta come see the tub. got to see the pipes. I got to feel it. And then I got to try to get an idea of what the tools might be, right? And, then, and, and, and this is what plumbers do. I touch the tub. I have the tub talk to me. And it tells me what it needs. And then I go and get it, right? And the tub, the tub isn't as fluid in English as you and me. It speaks tub. So, you know, it doesn't always get the tools right. So I got to go back to the tub and, and say, hey, did, can you tell me that again? Yeah, or did you mean this? And then go back to the two. It, it's it's complicated. Hey, hey, boss. Hey, boss. I came back, got the sleeping bags, like you said. And oh, so just, y'all brought, um, you brought something you intend. You already knew you don't be sleeping here. You brought sleeping bags. Well, we got to be prepared, ma'am, for anything. Like I said, I'm, I'm not going to leave here until the job is done. It's two of you. I don't understand why it's taking so long. No, he you know, doesn't. I, I had to, you know, before he does his plumbing, he likes to get a really good back massage and a lot, you know, he's a little stressed. So I had to work out his shoulders. I and, saw that. Yeah. And that's, I closed the door in the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Man, there's a lot of heavy lifting and pulling and, and pushing and plumbing. And you don't want to pull it back out. Or else I'll be here all week. Because yeah, I'd be laid up. I'd be laid up on your couch all week if I threw my back out. So you don't want that. I don't well, want that. I need boss, I, boss, I see you're not wearing your girdle. You might want to put your girdle on. You oh, oh, Last time you stayed over that lady's house for two weeks. Good point. Two? Let me go get it from the trunk. I'll be he, back. He stayed at somebody's house for two weeks? What were y'all fixing? Uh, we was fixing the tub. 
and it was it was a really heavy tub, ma'am. And uh, now his ad says I specialize in tub. I'm the tub whisperer. Okay, I thought that I was giving him a chance. He didn't have all great reviews, but nobody nobody said anything about it taking so long, or even that you would need to spend the night. I'm a single old lady. How could you even ask me that? Well, you know, ma'am. You know, I, my 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 boss's slogan says you know good things take time and you know that we we're craftsmen ma'am you know he's taught me everything i know about plumbing and we've worked on about 40 houses in this neighborhood and and i'm telling you like i've never seen anybody work a tub as great as him you know ma'am is this a uh, meatloaf up for grabs because it's a bit <laughs> I, I, I haven't had dinner yet and uh i was wondering <laughs> Oh, now, boss, you know if you eat that meatloaf, you're going to get heartburn, and you stayed over that one lady's house for three days after you ate that meatloaf over her house. Knock, knock. Hello? Hello. Hi, is my, my, is my dad here? The tub whisperer? Yeah. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. What is oh, this? Dad. Reunion? <laughs> That's my son. Yeah. Where is it? Now, what, what, are you, what are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. Well, mom had to go to work, so she dropped me off of you. Do you mind if my son stays here? Do you have maybe like an iPad or something you can give him? He'll be no trouble whatsoever. No trouble at uh, all. Uh, boss, we, we got to go back at Home Depot. We got to get another sleeping bag. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Can you watch him while we go to Home Depot? Well, you want me to watch him? And sing. Get dropped off at the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <poor baby>. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would not be happening. Oh my God, that'd be funny. Yeah, when do you just say that's okay? How much do I owe you? Yeah, how much do I Thank owe you. you. That's fine. <laughs> Water still falling out of the bathroom. That's okay. <laughs> you sure it's gonna ruin your flooring? I'm good. You guys got. <laughs> I'll take it from you. I gotta get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I'll just file insurance claim. Fuck the house. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so no, that that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> I don't care what who business. That I don't. I, yeah, that's. That's a big you, ass. You would be revoking your black dollars <laughs> from the tub whisperer. <laughs> but but let's say that the elephant in the room, when people think about black businesses, was the second thing they think about, or one of the second things they think about, one of the second, that doesn't make sense, <clears throat> is customer service. Ooh. And uh, I disagree that customer service is the, is why black businesses aren't around, but I do think customer service has stifled, you know, the even harder, you know, to, to get launched black business. So I'm actually not super familiar with, like can you tell me a little <laughs> bit more about what you mean by customer service stifling Ooh. black business? Touch it, John, touch it, touch it. Oh, well, of course. Um, there is a, 
I, I, let's call it a myth. The myth is that black businesses have poor customer service. Poor customer service example could be you walk in a restaurant and nobody speaks to you or they take your money, but they take it um, without giving you any type of uh, hospitality mm. or making you feel welcome. You know, um, now with that being said, I felt that in both white and black and almost any race I've ever been in business. Mm -hmm. So it's not, <laughs> my argument is I've probably been felt more uncomfortable with customer service out of those than I had black. I think it's a human thing, but black businesses get that stigma um, <clears throat> like case in point, I'm not gonna throw my wife on the bus, man. Well, I'm gonna throw her in the bus because <laughs> if I get in trouble, just let you know she was listening to the show. <laughs> we went to Turkey Leg Hut, and Turkey Leg Hut, uh, for our listeners and viewers, is a very popular restaurant, black home, and uh, we're Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Town, Midtown of Star Wars, yeah. Um, <clears throat> When you go there, there's always a line. The time me and my wife went, the, it was really hot. We stood in the line. You have to pay to park around the theater. So that kind of already rubs you the wrong way. You're like, there's nowhere to park. And anywhere I park, I have to pay or I get towed. Like, so right then, the first contact you go, they're already trying to take my money. <clears throat> we get in the line and it's hot. Um, the guy who owns the restaurant pulled up in a, a motorcycle. And he didn't really say anything to anybody that was in the line sweating, waiting for his food. He talked to a couple of the cops and a couple of his boys. He dapped them up, you know, went in a restaurant, came out, you know, drove around the block and then he left. So my wife goes, I don't want to go to, I don't want to eat here anymore. And I go, why? I heard this place is amazing. And she's like, the owner doesn't give a fuck about us. Like, you know, we go to the breakfast club, you know, the owner there will come out and speak to the line, no regardless. He can see you a hundred times and he will remember you if he's seen you multiple times. He'll come up to you. He may not remember your name, but he'll say, hey man, nice to see you back. It makes you feel connected. Well, that guy didn't do it. So, you know, she gave into it and was like, I don't ever want to eat a turkey leg hut again. <clears throat> My argument was it's not another turkey leg hut and I've had it before and it tastes good. Can we give him a break? And of course, you know, like we still battle about that today. You know, my argument would have been like, had this have been a white restaurant and when they act like they don't see you like they always do, um, have, would you never, would you not go back to that restaurant? Would you give them that same kind of energy? And of course, anytime you say that somebody, they'll get defensive. But my point was, I think it was over irrational. So that was, that's what I mean by customer service. Like they do one thing wrong or they're not, they don't make friendly or warm or welcoming or whatever, and they get a lot of bad rap for not doing that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think sometimes we. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's. Uh, I, I don't know what I don't know the ex. I, yeah. Sometimes I think the expectation is a little bit higher than um, you know in other places where you know it it is really immaterial whether or not a person comes out and greets you. It's nice when it happens and you remember it. And you're like, oh, that's great. But it doesn't happen all the time and you still go places. So I think sometimes the, um, you know, the expectation is a little bit higher. It's almost, you know, like you're waiting for something to be, to be wrong and then say, see there, I knew I should not have. 
And that's, that's, that's really something that you have to, um, I think it's something that you have to battle with. Uh, uh, you know, I had an experience where, you know, it's going to be a line. So you make a commitment. You say, okay, I know is this many people trying to come. They probably don't have enough. whatever I'm going to support. And I'm just going to put all my other stuff aside. Customer service and that that expectation is a very American thing. I, I haven't traveled all over the world, but everybody all over the world and bend over backwards and that nice, cheesy, hi, how you doing? That thing, that's an American thing. So, because um, uh, I've been to place, I remember going to Nigeria and this lady, we were shopping in the store, spending money. This woman never made eye contact with me, talked that was looking at something the whole time, how much I owed or whatever. And that was my first experience going somewhere and like, wow, you know, people don't, you know, there's no like smile. There's no, that. that's a very American thing, but it doesn't stop you from doing business. It doesn't stop you from, you know, I guess doing what you, you know, what you set out to do. And, and, and for me, supporting a black business, especially restaurant, is really intentional. It's an intentional act. It's not a, you know, ah, uh, remember that time I, I was talking about that barbecue restaurant and I stood in line forever. I was like two hours. I had to be somewhere in two hours. And I was like, there's no way it's going to take this long. You know, I'll be there or maybe like an hour and a half. I waited forever for that meat and I was so mad. And I was like, I'm never coming back in here because I, I, I ordered my food, waited forever. And then I was like, I'm getting back in line. If they don't call my number before they get me back up to the front, I'm, a, I'm getting my money back and I'm out of here. And they called my number. I was like the second person right before they called. Now, give me my food. And I walked out to the car and I tasted that brisk. And I was like, I'm going back. It was so good. It was worth all the pain. Nobody was making brisket like that. I was like, you got me. You of course. got me. Of course. The product. The product is so fantastic that I'm just going to endure what you put me through to get it. Or at least say, it's going to take me this much time. It's going to take me this much <laughs> okay. to do this thing. It's like the drug dealer mindset. You know, your product is so good, you ain't got to market it. You ain't got to do customer service. You can disrespect them. They're going to buy it. You know what I'm saying? And to a degree, they're right, right? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and like you said, in America, customer service was born out of competition. <clears throat> America is flooded with businesses that you know fail all the time, and there's so much money around fueling them that you have. And, and I don't like that either. I don't even like it in the corporate space. Um, but yeah, they they have to, you know, pick this square and and not say anything that could remotely turn you off because there's a hundred million other restaurants you can go to or businesses. Um, we we cut to a, a line of people standing in the hot sun. Oh, they're trying to break me today. Okay. No, I'm not. They're not getting me though. I'm staying in line. I plan my whole day around it. I'm the gonna stay home, here. Ooh, it's hot though. It is hot. No, it's so hot. But stay strong though. It's really important what you're doing. All right. You made a you made a a, a plan and you're gonna execute. Don't break this promise to yourself, man. It's just about tell you, it's tough seeing the the business owner roll around <laughs> pouring ice water on himself the whole time. I know. He's walking up and down the line pouring ice water on himself. It's, it's insulting. It's it's, it's 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 yes. It's like it's uh, it's taunting us, but that's okay. He needs our help. All right, we got to be here for him. He doesn't. He wouldn't be able to afford that ice water to pour on himself if it wasn't for us. <laughs> 
and the sacrifice we making right here. This is important. Staying strong, brother. Yeah, I, I mean, I gotta admit, sometimes when I'm staying here, it's like, is is the food really that good? Is it worth all this? But then I eat it, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. At least it was last week. Look, you didn't have to cook it. You ain't have to go to the grocery store and buy it. The least you can do is stand in the line for three hours for it. Okay? Sometimes it feels like the most I can do. Sometimes it feels like it's all I can do. I'm done after this. I'm done for the day. I got to sleep. <laughs> I know. I was supposed to be at work yesterday, but I knew that I was going to I was gonna be in line here today, so I, I, I took off work. I called in because I was like, I got to get myself ready for this line. You know, you can't just come out here willy-nilly. You got to make sure you're rested. Got to make sure you hydrated. I had to like do some leg lifts, make sure my calf muscles were good. I had to go and buy some good compression hose to keep my keep my vascular system going while we just standing here. Yeah, you are kitted up. Yeah, yeah you, you, you're the that, most prepared right? line waiter I've ever seen, and I respect oh, that. You see how I have sewn a stool onto the back of my pants, so all I got to do is just squat and sit. I ain't even have to bring it. I just sewed it. It's it's it. It well, it folds. It's collapsible. Um, otherwise it'd be hard to drive here, but I am ready. I am so ready. I even got some snacks. You want some? I got a, I got a salami sandwich in here. Got some great. No, no. I told myself, I told myself, not going to snack this time. The only food I'm going to eat is going to be from this restaurant. I'm going to buy as much as I can and eat it all. I don't want anything else crabbing my stomach. Man, you're going to have a tough time out here. You know, last time I waited four and a half hours. And, uh, uh, excuse me, everybody. Oh, uh, it's an announcement. Let me sit back. Everybody who's here at uh, Winging Out is, um, I have an announcement. Uh, we're about to close for lunch. The whole staff's going to go out for lunch. We'll be back in an hour and we'll get right back to making some of those delicious wings at Wing Out. Splash. Whoa, that felt good. All right, y'all. See you later. He splashed on the mic. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't you think it's odd that they go out to eat and they have some of the best food in the city right here? These people are working hard in there, man. You know, they got to treat themselves. All right? This is, that's, 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 that's important for them to stay happy. Yeah, but if they go across the street to the Olive Garden and I, I get mixed messages. I got to admit, <laughs> I get mixed messages. Man, we could just, we could, me and you, we could just go to Olive Garden anytime. That's You're right. Nothing, right? You're this right. is a commitment. This is special. This is special. You know this food is good here. You know it is. But uh, so I, uh, um, I brought a, uh, I got my laptop. I'm probably going to link in to work and see, recheck some emails here. All right. You know they charge for the Wi-Fi here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. I I, I gladly pay. It's about support. It is about support. It's about support. It is, it about, is support. about support. Uh, the Wi-Fi costs. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, don't have to use the bathroom. Oh man! Mm -mm. No, I got I got a, I got a diaper myself because I figured out five dollars to go to the bathroom while I'm standing in this line, man. So you went full on diaper? Yeah, straight on diaper because I can use that five dollars for some of their um, sprinkle fries. Man, you ever had the sprinkle <laughs> fries here? Oh yeah. Yeah, they Did sprinkle them with gold and Lowry seasoning salt. Nobody's doing that. No one's doing that. No one in the city. Yeah, no one's doing that, y'all. Sorry, I've been here hustling y'all conversation. Oh, no oh. problem. I make line friends all the time. What's your name? Oh, yeah. Oh, my name's John. I work for uh, the Tub Whisper. Here's my car. Oh, 
Doing the job need, right now. Another, yeah. Another business to, to support. I need good plumbers. What's oh, up, yeah. man? Oh, nothing, man. Just just getting us some food right now, waiting, you know. Yeah. Listening, listening to y'all. Are you on a job right now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we on a job right now. We fixing some tubs. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we can't. You know, we can't fix it right now. We're, we're hungry. That's decided to choose wing out and come down and get me and the fellas some wings. Uh, you know. Well, look. Planned on being yeah. there while. Yeah, you better. You might want to call in to work because they just went on lunch. And they usually take about a two and a half to three hours. Two and a half hours, yeah. Two yeah, and a half to three. Yeah, and go on. Man. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. We yeah, it is cool. Yeah. They work hard. They work oh, hard. They and, and the food is great. One time I got my food uh 9 p.m. And I was in line all day. And man, that's lucky, oh my. man. You got it at nine? At nine. The one time I was here and I fell, fell asleep. Fortunately, I, I keep a sleeping bag also that's sold into my windbreaker here in the back. And uh, I fell asleep out here in the line. It was like 1.30, man. I felt somebody kicking me, kicking me. I was like, whoa, what's that? And they were like, order 37. I was like, that's me. Got my food, got back in my car, went home. It was fantastic. Now, everybody in the house was asleep, so nobody ate the food for dinner. That's they all great. had it for breakfast, Mm -hmm. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was feeling, though, bro. That's how I was feeling. I don't like lines, man. One of the reasons why I haven't went to to the rodeo, uh, I've went once, but the reason why I haven't gone back is because how line how the lines have just been getting ridiculous, and I don't like standing in lines. <clears throat> um, unless the thing is a big payoff, like a really big payoff, you know. <laughs> but, um, You're not one of those people who like see a line and like, oh, I wonder what that's about. I'm gonna go stand in it. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> we used to do that at the uh, theme parks. You're like, oh, how everybody stand in this line? This must be a really good roller coaster. And that should be weak as hell. <laughs> Three hours in a line for that shit. Two minutes? Y'all should be ashamed of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> everybody was like, I was in line because he was in line. I was in line. line. Yeah. I, was, I thought it was gonna be good. <laughs> Nobody sees that people walk on the other side of the park on the when the roller coaster end all mad and shit. Let's <laughs> see we walk in the front. They're like, yeah, I came last week and it was a whole long line. I thought I hit it this week. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what is it about? What's so bad about standing in lines? The actual act of standing, uh, you feel like you're wasting your time. Uh, the, the I think uh, yeah. to, me, to me sometimes it's like. Um, is this better than what I can just go and get elsewhere? Is it like that much better for me to waste like an hour standing in line or kind of just go and eat somewhere else and it'd be comparable um, rather than, oh, you know, get, go somewhere else and get whatever I need to get um, rather than spend an hour or two hours waiting in line for something that isn't superior to what I can get elsewhere. Does that apply when you're traveling? Like you go somewhere you haven't been and, you know, People are saying, oh, you got to go here. You got to go here when you go there. Like, and there's always a line. <laughs> um, it, it, it'll, I guess it kind of depends. Um, you know, if it's like a restaurant or something, I look at a menu and it's just like basic stuff that you can get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, you got to have this. 
Mashed potatoes. Get the hamburger over here. You go, you know, no, I'm not gonna wait in line for that. To that. <laughs> Why do people have? What are we in a rush about? We're gonna die. Someday you're gonna die. Yeah. I am waiting in the line. Nobody wants to die waiting in the line. When you, if you think of a line as like the the, let's say the flight to a destination, right? You can't go any faster than the plane is going. You got to spend your time sitting there waiting to travel there. So why, why doesn't that equate also in line waiting? It's like you're anticipating the thing. You got to spend a little time before you get to it. What's the problem? I, I, every time my plane has ever been in line to take off, I've been angry. <laughs> On the runway? <laughs> On yeah. the runway. Because like you said, unlike like Amici said, that's like the worst. You don't even have an option. To be like, I could be on Delta right now. There, you know, just stuck on the plane. Um, I don't know. For me, I'm just similar to Amici, man. There's only two two reasons why I would be in a line. One, the there's, there's something unique, a unique offering that I can't get anywhere else, or there's something new and everybody's hype about it. And if this shit ain't what everyone said, I'm letting everybody know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting something out of it. I get to talk shit to somebody. But um, if I don't get to satisfy those two things, or if it's not a very critical need, you know, this is the only place I can get it. I'm not, I will go home without before I stand in the line and waste, you know. And if I get mad in the line, what's the point of being in the line? If I'm mad, I could go do something else. I get mad waiting in a line in a place that normally doesn't have a line. That's when I that's when I lose it. Like a gas station. Yeah, right. You know, normally you can just you know just get. But if it's like all the way out to, into the street, I'm like, no, no, I'm not waiting. And when they were like letting people in, like a certain number of people in the Target, I was like, I'll be damn if I stand outside of Target waiting to get uh, some paper towels. That's crazy. Why? Why? But I'm mad because I normally don't have to. Yeah, you normally. I have to usually wait for in the line, I'm not gonna be crazy. But if I normally don't have to, and now I got to, now I'm done. I'm out. I got sounds like, it. yeah. Sounds like we got all got a problem with entitlement. <laughs> so I've definitely done that before. I've said, you know, I walked in a place, go, what the fuck's going on in here? <laughs> Who figured out about this place? 20 people in here. And that's their business, they're happy. I'm like, what the hell? What's all these people doing in here, man? You guys suck. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a friend that's kind of like that, like bars, like has certain bars that are pretty low key, not a whole lot of people, and he likes it that way. But then if they ever get busy, he's like, oh man, it sucks. It's all these people here. He's like telling it to the bartenders, <laughs> making money off this stuff. That's what they want, right? Yes. <laughs> he's like, I know it sucks to be you right now. He's like, I'm actually making money. <laughs> Sucks. All these people gotta be here for you to make money, though, right? <laughs> yeah, entitlement. <laughs> entitlement, man. I saw a line. I the weirdest line I've ever seen, and I've only seen this twice in my life. Both of them were in the South. <clears throat> Was I've seen lines um, to get into a church. And it wasn't like, you know, and, and to me, um, 
if there was a line to be in a church, to me, that would mean, again, something very Bible is in that one today, or they're preparing for the second coming or something like that. Yeah, Jesus is in there. Yeah, like meet me and greet with Jesus. <laughs> you know, said a line, right? Oh you know, my god. Meet and greet with Obama. I can see the line in that. You know, we'll be out there for 10 weeks to see Obama at a church. You know, um, but yeah, I saw that and that was weird. It was so weird. So weird. What, what do you need a line for to get in church? What's going on in there? I mean, I'm, no, I mean, how do you even, what's the, what's the holdup? Like, what are they, what, what's happening? Are there seats you like, somebody's building in anticipation for seats? service? <laughs> Someone figured it out. Listen, church is not that entertaining. We got to make them wait. <laughs> make them wait. Okay, hold the line. When we open that door, the music got to be playing. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't know, but every time I, the two times I saw it, I was like, what is going on in there? You know, it almost felt like cultish. You know, I know some people already think religions is cult, but when I saw lines out waiting for church, that made me go, that looks, that smells like a cult. <laughs> a line. <laughs> The difference exactly. between a cult and a, and a religion is the line you have to wait in. <laughs> I got to wait in. <laughs> For reals. Oh, man. Nah, that's, yeah. that's an unconventional place to see a line. Yeah. That's unconventional. It's awkward. I've, I've stood in line to get in um, strip clubs and um, what they call not strip clubs, they call them cabarets. Mm. <clears throat> cabarets. I stood in line to do that. Those are awkward. Just, you know, the longer you wait in the line to get in those places, the more of a scumbag you feel. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the time spent. Exactly. You know, you're going to stand in the line and get in a strip club. they like, he really wants to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Had to spend all his money in this, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like lies. Like I hated it. And <laughs> I did it. I was out of out of the out of the city. So it was like I'd be like, man, I'm going home. I'm like, no, we came here specifically to do this tonight. So, all right, we're gonna stay in this line. Look at everybody. Like we're not trying to get into the strip. <laughs> <laughs> like people talking about work to make themselves feel good about, you know, what they're doing. Uh, I was also weird. <laughs> Very weird. For me. For me. <laughs> and we cut to a line outside a strip club. Hey, John. Hey, man. Hey. Let me see. Let me look at your suit, man. Let me see. All right. All right. You looking good. You looking good. Good. I'm staying here, man. Last time I was in this line, man. You don't want to be in here when, when uh, Frederick Fre Fredrickson comes through, man. He just, just capping on people, talking about their clothes, flashing money. You know, it's yeah, already yeah. there. We out here waiting, and he makes us feel worse. You know, yeah. it's it's not a you good. Know, I, went, I went to high school with Fred Fredrickson. Yeah. You know, he used to do that in high school. He would walk in late. 
Make yeah. everybody's clothes so you couldn't get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, but we was all wearing uniforms. How, what, how could he figure out how to make us feel bad? And we all wearing the same thing, man. Man. Yeah. So, well, you, you know, my family's going through divorce, so my clothes was always the same as yesterday. So. I know. And I had to share a shirt with my brother. I mean, man, Fred didn't have to make us feel bad about it. Well, he ain't changed because he in the same. Same line up with us, trying to get into the strip club, come through here, making you feel bad, flashing money. So we got to be right, man. Your suit, you looking good. Looking my good. son, Taylor, that's right. Not off the rack. Got it cut to my side. He can't say nothing about me. And if I'm standing in this line, I'm being best. Of, I'm if, best I'm, of if I'm being honest with you, uh, what? your pants what? a little high. What? Yeah. That's how they wear them now. It ain't that's nah, not man. Fred Fredrickson, man, he still think like he did back in the day. If he see your pants that high, he's going to... Somebody say my name? Oh. What up, Fred? Oh, hey. hey. What's up? Sorry I didn't see that. It's counting my money. It's counting some money. Mm. Yeah, counting. he's counting his money. <laughs> God damn. Larry the sidekick. Larry the sidekick. <laughs> when you get back in town, Larry, I ain't seen you out here in a bit. Got back in yesterday. Mm. He's going to show me his favorite strip club. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're standing in line here. Got, on, got my money ready. Yeah. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Check check the pants on him. Check the pants on him, man. Oh, look at those pants. Oh, no, wait. No, this this yeah. is style, Fred. Now. Nah, that's, how the, that's how everybody wearing them now, Fred. Fred not like this, Fred. Are you sure? Because mine are like that. Larry, you know, Larry don't like, like that. that. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. I got you, then. Uh, you know, we gonna agree to disagree, but uh, yeah. Yeah, man. I, look, we trying to have a good night. That's all. See some nice titties and some nice ass. Yep. We trying to get into it right now, okay? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I've been okay, working okay. on. I've been working on tubs all day. I just want to see some titties, man. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, John, your shirt looks a little. I don't know how to say this. Your family's still going through the divorce. Oh, we got him. <laughs> yeah, they won't. My father won't sign the papers. Okay, I figured about it. You know, you should look quite fit. It's eighteen years ago, man. You still battling with that? You ain't even told me that. Huh? Fred been here less than five minutes, and he got that information out of you. Yeah, man. You know, he still work. You know, he still got his company, and he he really believes his company. He don't want to divorce her. He gonna lose half the company. So, <sighs> it's it's a, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot right now. But yeah, my shirt old. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. We That's passed okay. that. We passed, we passed that. that, man. These we girls are strippers. They don't care if I got a dirty shirt on. As long as I'm waving one of these blue faces in they in, in front of their eyes. Blue face. Blue face. I got two right here. Oh yeah. No, you got two? Show them all the two. blue faces you got. Look like a pocket full of smurfs. There we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> all right, Fred. All right, you doing good? We got it. We got it. We your got business it. taking off. Glad for you, man. Glad for you. Okay. You know, everybody ain't got a restaurant with people standing in line for five hours to get food. Especially why they take lunch breaks, man. Everybody ain't doing that good, all right? Yeah, not everybody charging people to stand in line for their food either. Right. 
I, I got to make money somehow. Yeah, that was somehow. <laughs> somehow. You want some more ice water, Fred? Yes, please. Pour it all over my head. <laughs> Come on, man. That got on my dirty shirt. It's going to oh. make my shirt look even more dingy. I hate and you. It, <laughs> I apologize. Strippers are really going to know that, you know, your parents are going through a divorce now. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what, man? I ain't doing this strip club no more. I'm going home. No. Yo, John, no, man, don't leave. I can't walk in the strip club with a dingy shirt on, thinking about my parents' divorce. You were looking good, man. Don't let Fred get in your head. He already taking people money in his business. You gonna let him take your pride while we just stand out here to go in there and look at some titties? I had to believe you could walk anywhere in them Walmart shoes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I, ain't take, I ain't taking that from you, Larry. You ain't taking that. I don't care if you friends, friends, sidekick. And Walmart got decent shoes, man. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Somebody looking down at, at my feet when I'm in there. It's dark yeah. in there. It's like, People going to be looking at titties, not feet. That's it. Ooh. Ooh, I see the ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe you two should leave, you know? I don't know. You're going to mess up the vibe on the inside. <clears throat> the vibe? Yeah. What's the vibe? It's, it's a strip club. What kind strip of club, man. They just want money. That's it. They don't want nobody capping on what other people wearing and a, and a giggling sidekick. If I may. See, I think that's the source of the issue right now. You guys are viewing this trip club as a very single thing. It's a very one-dimensional thing. These women have personalities. They have lives. It's not just about their assets. It's about their minds. It's about supporting them. And that's why we do what we do. That's why we come. That's why he spends all of these blue faces here. And that's why I come to support him at doing it. Also, your zipper is unzipped. (laughs) And seen. (laughs) <laughs> Larry, get all philosophical and <laughs> sociologically aware and supportive. <laughs> and I guarantee there's somewhere in the universe it was people in the strip strip line, strip club line, and it was just as weird, <laughs> just as weird as that. <clears throat> I remember taking my brother. Um, his wife's not supposed to know the story, but they ain't watched the video either. So if I get in trouble again, you, get <laughs> you know they watch the video. They watch the video. Um, well, in his bachelor party, I, you know, they came to Houston and I took them to, <clears throat> um, I forgot the street. It's not what timer, it's something else, but we're all the strip clubs. My goal was we were going to start at the earlier um, start uh, part of the street. And as the night goes longer, we'll get further down the road where things get a little bit more ratchet. <clears throat> I got past treasures. When we get into treasures, which is the first place we went, uh, there, you know, we, we told the ladies, we're like, hey, my younger brother's bachelor party, we didn't want him to have a good time. So they, you know, brought out the stripper and we could tell she was probably one of their you know, private label strippers, you know. <clears throat> um, 
because she like came out of the back room with like a bunch of white dudes with suits that look like oil guys, <laughs> you know, flush in the face and all that. That definitely wasn't like, you know, whatever. Um, well, she goes, oh, okay. I'll take him in the back, you know, for his, his uh, bachelor party. <clears throat> and I took out like all this money because I'm thinking we're going to spend a shit ton of money. What she told us her price, and the price was like eighty dollars. I was like, that wasn't like I was expecting it to be way higher than that for to give him this experience. So you know, all the guys were like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, eighty dollars, sure, take a hundred, right? James goes in the back, maybe four songs. He comes out with a big ass smile on his face, as if like they had just like. <clears throat> talked about his, you know, high school or something. Like, he was really into this girl. Um, like, they had made a connection. She comes out, and James goes, look, I want another dance with this girl. Like, I want another time with this girl, man. I don't know what we got to do. Can we do it? And I said, yeah, it's your best part. Sure. Let me go talk to her. It was only $80. <laughs> <laughs> I go up to her, and I was like, hey, man, I don't know what you did. My brother loved it. Um, he wants another time. She said, of course. She takes him to the back. And, you know, we go back, you know, tell the guys. I said, hey, James, back there, everybody, toss in the money. We're going to get it, you know, $80, maybe throw her an extra $20 or whatever for doing this for us. She comes back out. <clears throat> and James has an even bigger smile. And I was like, look, James, I'm giving him, like, the like no more, man, because we got to get down further to the street. And she comes out. She goes, um, oh man, um, I hope he had a great time. Tell him I said good luck. Uh, that'll be three hundred dollars. I was like three hundred dollars. <laughs> like, what, what happened? Like, what? what are you doing? And of course, people in, in the strip clubs they have bouncers designed like to look for guys to get in. Like, if they see you get an altercation with a stripper, like they're not gonna take any time. <clears throat> so I'm like, what? What? I, you know, they see me going. What the? What is going on? And these guys bring me to the back and they're like, is, you know, is there a problem? And I was like, you know, no, it's not a problem. I, I, I just assumed this dance was going to be this. And she's telling me it's $300. And of course, more guys come out. And I was like, apparently it's $300. So I'm going to go get the $300. So I literally had to go back to my, you know, the guys and go to an ATM, which the ATM charged like $20 every time you got money out. And then... By the way, I'm, my wife knows I'm at this place, and I told her how much I was spending. But then I also have to explain to her why I went to the strip club, to the ATM all these times. <laughs> <laughs> the amounts got, you know, tripled every time. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there's, there's a throwaway strip club uh, story. Did you make it to the other ones? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> No, remember, once I gave her the $300, you know what she did? She came over to our section and she sat with James for like an hour. She just sat with him. Like, she was just like, all right. And she just sat on his lap and they just laughed and she gave him like just a break and like, you know, just like about to get married. So I'm about to let you get out all, I'm about to try to pull out all of that, whatever. And he never wanted to leave. He was like, I was like, James, you ready? He was like, no, man, no, no. Even when she left, he was like, ah, I kind of wanted to be out another time. 
and at that time she had like jumped on like some other guy, like some other guy just like start fanning money and walking back with her to the back. And I was like, no, nah, we nah, bro, I'm not doing that shit. Mm-hmm. No, like I'm not going back there again. <clears throat> um but <laughs> it was a it was like a it was like one of those, it's an ecosystem that you know, like and you're in that environment, they have a whole nother set of rules. It's like going to a casino. If you're in a casino, you're like in almost in another country. Their rules are law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and if they come out and they're like, dude, we think you need to leave, you, you can't be like, fuck that, I ain't leaving. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna throw you out. And you're leaving, right? So I was like, I got it. I ain't gotta say anymore. We, uh, we cut to a guy running up to two of his friends in a strip club. Yo, yo, guys, guys, I need more money. I need more money. What's going on, man? Well, you know, I was in the room with with uh, with Shandy, and and uh, she started. Yeah, 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 man. You know, you know Shandy, and she started dancing. She started moving right, but she also started telling the story. And and this story, she was like, I can't even begin to explain. It takes place in the future. Um, there's there's robots that live with people, and there's aliens that live on the planet. But there's also political turmoil. And in order to hear more of the story, I gotta get more money to spend more time with it. So I just need a little bit more cash so I can get the rest of the story out. Wait, hold on. Yeah, are you telling you telling us that Candy is telling you a sci-fi story? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how she knew I love sci-fi, but she did. She started just... I mean, is her titties out? Like, is she bouncing ass while she's telling you I mean, she was at first, but then she started getting to the story and started getting distracted. So I just asked How did y'all down. even get on the story? There's music playing. You had to ask her about a movie or something. How does that work? Man? We just paid $150 for the story. Well, the, there's we actually... Cut to, we cut to the back room. So anyway, you know... As I'm just making this move right here, it mm-hmm. reminds me of um, the orbital, the orbital um, trip of um, the character in my story. Oh yeah, yeah. His, his name <laughs> is his name is um, La Ladracus. Yeah, Ladr- old yeah, Ladracus. Yeah, Ladracus. Yeah, Ladracus is from this planet where um, all the young kids at the age of 12 have to leave their parents and they have to all go to this school. And at this school, it helps determine which one is the smartest, which students are the bravest, which students are um, the most creative. And if you don't fall into any of those categories, then you fall down into a sub-level of the planet where you just work for the rest of your life to keep the planet going. And so LaDracus is one of those he made about- Back to the guys. Is she pitching you Netflix, her Netflix scripts or something, man? That's what it sounds like. Look, I don't know. I don't know. She said it reminded her. The moves reminded her of the story with Ladracus. Apparently, it's a planet full of 12-year-olds are powering this planet, but there's going to be an uprising. I got to get back in there to find out how it's going to end. We're giving you $300 already. Well, I need a little bit more because, you know, there's a bit of licensing for telling the story. She can't just be, you know, sharing the contents of it freely. You do have to pay to hear it. So I just need a little bit more and then I can... Go back in there, man. It's it's all good. It's my bachelor party. Okay, it's your bachelor, it's your bachelor party. Yeah. We, we will rally the guys to get it. We were going to take you. We were going to get you a Lamborghini and test drive that, but we 
want to stay here? Oh, no, no, this is way better. This is way better. You know, you really, you know, they charge us fifty dollars every time we get money out. Oh, but but yo, I'll, I'll tell you the whole story once I know once I know the rest of it, and trust me. Okay. It'll be money how far less. into the story are you? So we know how much money to get out now. So we don't I mean, keep going back. <laughs> I mean, halfway what? Well, we've established yeah, a couple of the core <laughs> characters. Relationships are still being said. It's it's still What's some time. This first act, yeah, it's going to be the first, first act right act. now. Three hundred dollars for the first act. <laughs> yeah, this for the first act. It's a strip club, man. It's their own ecosystem. You know how it is here. <laughs> All right, man. All right. So we cut back. back. What you're saying? <laughs> we got back to the room. Okay. All right. 250, 300. Okay, great. Let me put this away. So there we are. Ladracus and uh, Felonia are finally meeting at the, um, the, uh, the zenith of planet Dertron. And um, Ladracus says, Felonia, Felonia, I thought that you were going to use your creativity to save this relationship and we will be together. And she said, I'm so sorry, but I've learned through my creativity that there's no way our lug nuts can like combine because then if we do, um, it's gonna make you disappear and then I'm gonna disappear and then neither one of us will be able to save the planet. This is like an allegory for my relationship right now. I'm like seeing like a whole lot of uh, things I can relate to on this. This is crazy. Oh, this is so. We cut to his uh, uh, at home with his wife. I mean, his wife. The guys show up. Hey, um, we gotta talk. Uh, we 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 tried to get Antoine to. I don't think he's gonna go with this. Go through with this marriage. He told us that he had heard some amazing story. And um, he wanted to empty out his bank account to finish the story. Yeah, and, sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah, we're sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I, mean, uh, I mean, it costs us a lot of money, too. We spent a lot of money tonight. Yeah, yeah. We were up like 5000 and it was just like the second act of the story. Yeah. So I can't imagine how much money, or if even was, was it a five-act story? <laughs> I don't know. Even though, I don't know. It could have been, man. I just... We just wanted to let you know. Yeah. Where is he? Where is he now? Is he still there? You left him there? No, he he told us they were catching a flight to uh to to L.A. to go pitch Netflix. <laughs> I guess he he left me for someone who doesn't even have a signed deal. She's just making a pitch, and he's going with her. Just then, a, uh, a plumber comes out of the restroom. Hey, uh, I'm going to need uh, some more time in here. Uh, I was wondering if you had a place to stay and if that stew in the fridge was up for grabs. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's not coming back. You can stay here. You can oh, eat. Dad, I don't know you're working tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. hey. Hey, son. Is this hey. your son? <laughs> your son is friends with my, with my fiance? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. so. I haven't seen you in a while. I know, how's it going? I've been on jobs for years. I'm sorry, I'm at home. I've been yeah. just job we, after job after job. You should catch up. You should catch up. Hey, can I stay tonight? Is that okay? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't care. 
said, we could we could tell you a little bit more about the details of what happened tonight if you want. That's good, I, but I got to get to sleep early. I'm going to be waking up and go to that wing shop uh, in the morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope you have some money because they charge you for standing in line. I think it's $5 an hour or something. Oh, which reminds me, can I get payment up front on this job? Just... <laughs> <laughs> And scene, and that is the can't tell us nothing show. Everybody always get payment up front. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, uh, and uh, tune in again. You can find us in all your favorite places Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, C Ton Improv, those places, C T U N Improv. And uh, let's all reflect on what we learned on this episode. I learned that <laughs> I learned that you need to take a chance if the risk allows on a business, like a black business. What, 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 what did you guys, what did you learn, Amici? Um, I learned the same thing. <laughs> take my... <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not just like, taking it. I'm, I'm like, you know, affirming it. Like, you know, giving it a second vote. Let's give, let's give them more chances. You made it a legitimate idea, Antoine. <laughs> John, what did you learn on this episode? Um, I learned that all everybody can do probably a little bit more to research, educate, and um, try to give a legitimate offering to a black business that has a great value for a service that may not have the exposure due to <clears throat> you know, powers that be. So, you know, I know I could definitely do a lot more, a lot, a lot more. Um, but I still fight the fight. Yeah. What about you, Tandy? Yeah. Um, well, I, I think um, it. I think I learned that waiting in line can be, it can be a little adventure. It doesn't have to be <laughs> the worst thing. It doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world. You can, uh, you know. Think of it in a different way. Think yeah. of it as a sacrifice. Think of it as a a, a, a time to, to get to know people or look at your surroundings or whatever. But yeah, sometimes it's good to be patient. Yeah, be patient, everybody. Reflect and support. And thank you for listening. This is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. For Tandy, for John, for Miki, for myself, Antoine, we are out.